This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret about a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Friday the 13th. Oh, it's going to be a spooky one. <laughs> it's not going to be that spooky, but it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. It's the right. secret show. It's always, well, yesterday, not such a great time. No, it wasn't fun. Yeah. Let's start with something fun, and then I want to get into some of the reaction that we got to yesterday's secret show, and then I want to do the one that says uh, the title of it is Get Rid of the Mexicans, which is disturbing enough that I had to click on it. So Cardi B and Lizzo. They've done a song together. Hooray! It's called Rumors. Okay. All right. So Lizzo put up a picture of the two of them doing, you know, whatever promo shot or maybe shooting the video or whatever. And they are just blinged out in gold. They have these ear things on. It's really weird. Like Cardi B has hers over her ear and it's actually a golden ear. Can you can you scroll in on that a little bit? So no, it's, it's an a, ear cuff. It's a full on, it's the shape of an ear. It's almost like they cast her ear in wax and then she's got something she can slip over her ear, mm-hmm. like an ear shoe. And then Lizzo has the same thing, but hers is actually hanging from the bottom of her ear. So it's like she's got two ears. <laughs> and then they've both got gigantic fingernails on. All right. They have, um, they're at least, I'd say those are at least two and a half inches past the ends of their fingers. They're sharp like knives. Uh, Lizzo's have little diamond studs all over them, and Cardi's appear, appear to be made out of pure gold. They're just all blingy, and they just look like their hair is perfect, and they're so pretty. And then the caption for this that Lizzo posts is, Fun fact, we took this picture right after Cardi whispered, I want to eat your pussy in my ear. Oh. So, and then she promotes that their single is dropping today. Did they say that she did or? That's the thing. You know, they don't really follow up on it. So I don't know if anyone's pussy got eaten, but Cardi wanted to, you know, Cardi may have been saying that for shock value. Like, so I, you know, there, there they are. So she just says, there's the picture of it. And then she just said it to her and Lizzo (laughs) goes, Lizzo looks over the camera like, I'm sorry, what now? (laughs) <laughs> is this happening? Oh, <laughs> well, that's fun. Yeah. I, want I mean, pussy. you know, I guess there's no HR there, right? Right. It's not. I mean, does Instagram have an HR for the people who use it? I don't know. I don't Even upon so. seeing Jane yesterday in the building and giving her a hug, you can't help but go like, all right, I we're not hugging. You know, you hug top end. Yeah. 
you know, you I mean, you're, right. You're not pushing your hips forward. <laughs> it's very you're not like doing the hip thrust. Hug. You know, the, it's good. It's a good thing. But, you know, I, when I hear I want to do whatever to, you know, I think, well, isn't someone in charge anywhere on that set that would say yeah. you shouldn't? That's not. I have a really good friend who. And I won't say its name. His name. He's good. Rick. Um, he is a full. <laughs> Like John actually has when John does his imitation because he has a, a caricature for all our friends. Okay. So when when he does the good Rick imitation, he comes up to me and he hugs me, but he leads with his hips, and those get pushed into me. His loins get pushed into me, and then he hugs the top of me, and getting that's good Rick. He's just no matter what girl it is, even dudes, he'll just he just puts his. I think he thinks that's what hugs are. That you, well, you, you must do, have knee to shoulder contact. I do think a hug is different for different people. I think a business hug, you know, there's probably been a lot of illegal hugs through the illegal years in the hugs. workplace, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And now we're all much more aware of what this hug means or should we even at all? You know, I didn't right. question it at all, hugging Jane right. real quick. But I do know that it was more of a shoulders in. All right, we're good. Ass is out. Yeah. (laughs) We lean forward. We break from the hip Mm -hmm. and we lean forward. Yeah. It's a, you know, maybe as you say, the business hug, maybe there isn't such a thing. If this is business, please don't hug me. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you that it does get weird when you've been in business with someone for so long that they actually are more than your business that's the thing it's a weird line right Mm because now we're you know you and i were actually friends and when we see each other we love each other so we give a hug but if hr was standing there maybe we just go oh nice to see you Vinny," and shake hands or fist bump or something yeah i don't know we'll hug later in private (laughs) obviously (laughs) i'm going at you with my hips forward Obviously, that is one That's of the hot, problems. right? With that voice, and that I come at really you with hot, my head. Yeah. Like, oh, here I go, <laughs> what we have heard about the casting couch and yeah. worse oh, in yeah. entertainment, there's certainly ugly, like moving of lines. No yeah. question, right? Well, and frankly, that the girl in that scenario could go, you know, look, there's no such a thing as a business horizontal hug. And uh, we're not at the friend level yet because that's, you know, girls are so well, I'm talking about and... Lizzo who just got told. She... Oh, I, oh, 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 I was talking about Harvey Weinstein and the bitches that he would rape. Well, and that too. But I mean, <laughs> no. in, in general, and I, mean, I mean, ladies, ladies, you know, in entertainment, here's Cardi B going, I want to do this to your woman area. And Lizzo goes, where is the HR department on this set? <laughs> Do we really? Okay. How do I complain about this? Although she clearly liked it because she posted about it. Right. I do love her face does look like, uh, what I just hear? What now? (laughs) All right. I don't want that. Anyway, so is the song a hit? Do the kids know yet? Have they heard it? Coco, is that song a hit? Um, I haven't heard it, but I've been hearing like a good response about it. A lot of people are excited for it. And we can't play it right now, right? We can't. Mm-mm. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I forgot it dropped today. So I yeah, there's something. There's something about you know ASCAP BMI artist royalties that they're that not covered. Handled, I thought Don't maybe. ask. Right. Yeah, I know. I thought they were. Didn't they say that's something that they were going to get going? No that's longer a problem. Working on, yeah. oh, oh, all right. Working a little faster. Okay. That's right. Maybe we should worry about HR. <laughs> worry more about the rights. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> 
So okay. yesterday we did a story about a woman who's uh, she and her husband. They didn't separate like officially or anything, but they lived separately during the pandemic. And he had a lot of life changes and she was living with her parents and they were helping with the kids so she could still work full time. And when they got back together a few months ago, I think they moved back in together. I think she said January. Uh, he's like a different guy, super angry and super um, torturous to their children. They've got two boys, uh, I think the older of whom has some kind of a developmental disability. And he's calling the kids stupid and, and saying really harsh, awful things. And he's just... His temper's out of control. Right. So we talked a lot about that yesterday. And um, I have a phone number, and you can text me. Uh, I send alerts to people to let them know that the secret show is happening. It's 415 358 1965, like 1965. So I was randomly going through them yesterday, and there were. Um, Quite a few responses, everything from people saying, I am so sorry, but there's triggers in this for me and I can't listen to it. I'll listen to the rest of your secret shows, but this one's, this one's hard for me. So uh, this one lady, uh, Adriana, um, she's originally from Berkeley and she's been living in Seattle. We have a lot of listeners in Seattle since 2017. Mm -hmm. um, she has been listening since she was 13 years old. We went on to have quite a long conversation, so you oh. know, I'm getting all this info. So uh, she was 13 years old when she started listening to us, and she's now 37 years old. Okay. Well, From that's... a little girl to a middle-aged woman. It's I just... love it. We've been together it, a long time. We certainly have. Um, <laughs> by the way, this morning, she texted me, because now we're pals and we're going back and forth. Uh -huh. She texted me, happy Friday, and a picture of her mug that says, look like it's fuck this shit o'clock. What? <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a mug or coffee That's mug. That's very cute. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Fuck this shit. F this shit o'clock. Okay. Yeah. So, like a um, hail mug. It, it does. does. I love it. It's very good with that kind of thing. And then it says something like, oh, it's a, I don't know, it's some collective that she's, I don't know if she's part of that, but she just liked the mug. Um, so, here's what she had to say uh, right off the bat she said hi sarah i'm not sure if this is the right place to send a comment text but listening to, to today's secret show about the dad losing it with his kids i'm a family therapist and social worker of 17 years for the last four years i've been working with families in crises in their home the pandemic has absolutely increased levels of depression anxiety various forms of abuse we are absolutely in a mental mental health crisis right now mm -hmm. almost all my colleagues are quitting the field i work for a nonprofit funded by the state and get paid very little and wait lists are long three to six months for individual therapy and mental health services currently i'm the only community family therapist funded by the state in my entire county I agree with you and the mom needing to set boundaries with this dad. He clearly needs mental health support. His behavior is absolutely considered abuse. I'm just saying it's so unfortunate what's happening right now. And as a mental health provider, I myself often feel so helpless with the lack of support, more so now than ever. Uh, but there are services out there and we all need to protect our own mental health uh, now more than ever as a parent. That includes your kids. Anyway, I love you all. Longtime listener. Uh, Adriana in Seattle. That is one of the things that will discourage people from getting help is that when you seek help and you get, well, we won't have an appointment available for, let's see, it's August. How's November? 
and you're like, I don't know, will I live that long? I mean, I'm really having an issue today. Is and you get and I've had these things. I've had my own struggles with alcohol, as most of you know, and there have certainly been times where I'm like, I, I, I need help now, you guys. Like, I can't have you tell me to call back in three weeks. That doesn't work. One of the tears you come up against or could come up against is you're calling for help. This is the first place you've called. They tell you they don't have availability for three weeks, and then you think, do I try another place or is this as good as I'm going to get? Right. And that that pursuit becomes the obstacle that keeps you from getting the help you need is this thing where I don't know, do I? It's troubling for yeah. sure. It's difficult. Make um, the appointment. You'll be alive it, when it's time. I mean, you, you just well, got to wait it out. Well, it might give you something to, you know, hang on to. Like I'm going to Yeah, gonna you'll go know and, you've got... Right help on the way just make the appointment uh tammy wrote me i'm 54 and oh shoot she just scrolled off my page i'm 54 and still resent my stepdad for the verbal emotional and physical treatment growing up home should be your safe place to fall mm-hmm. uh there's the person who couldn't listen soul crushingly sad says angel um hang on Oh, here we go. Oh, then uh, people were talking about um, Coco's. Uh, what did you call yours exactly again? Um, auditory processing disorder. Okay, so uh, Julie says, Sarah, you were uh, spot on today's secret show. I'm a special ed teacher. Please tell Coco she has perhaps a less common vi- variety of an auditory processing disorder, but it's one of the most common diagnoses that I meet up with. It's really interesting to me. Coco's sounds like a hardwired problem, like a mistake that happened genetically. Uh, but I'm of the opinion many of the people who have this simply didn't get the caring, careful attention, and good nutrition that it allows brains to develop properly. Uh, so she's dealing with, it sounds like, different aspects of, hmm. of this. I never met anybody with exactly what you had yeah it's always been um adhd dyslexia other things um so that's interesting i don't know do you think it gets misdiagnosed or undiagnosed mostly yeah Uh i would bet too yeah because mainly um i got diagnosed with it in first grade so i've oh yeah so that's which is common from what i can tell Right, you start um, to get into real school, and they start to say, oh, there's, yeah. there's something going on here, and they, yeah. they take a look. Yeah, I couldn't focus and sounds and stuff like that, so it's cognitive, so it's interesting. And um, a lot of my friends who are becoming teachers or school counselors ask for my file to read, and I'm like, yeah, here you go. And it's oh, literally wrapped, like when I went to the district, because I needed a copy for college. Um, when I went to the district, the lady was like, what's your name? And I gave her my name, and she's like, give me one moment. She had to go to the basement. And it was wrapped uh, in cords because of how long I was in the program in special ed education. And um, my wow. friends are just fascinated by it because nobody believes me when I tell them. So mm. and you plunk down the file. Here's my file. Yeah. <laughs> believe me. Yeah. Um, Kimiko says, love Nikki for sharing this. My yoga friend has auditory processing disorder, too. We're both school age teachers. And when she taught middle schoolers during the pandemic, her processing to understand and comprehend those students was pushing her limits with Zoom school. Love, Nikki. I'm dyslexic and slow to process, too. Yeah, my friend who's um, his mom's a teacher, he told me it's just exhausting alone, just trying to be super animated, get these kids attention. And then if you're slow and can't really 
process it and it takes you a while and then you have that delay with the cameras and everything mm -hmm. and all these kids and you can imagine like 30 kids on one computer or tablet it's i would be overwhelmed with that uh right. christine says completely agree with Vinny. the stress levels are through the roof growing up like that secret that she puts in it's a secret show comment got it um and let me just see if there's any others that i can find quickly here because they're all sprinkled in and since i read them uh they're they're down lower on my on my list I want to believe at the base of this division our society's going through, and this isn't just America. This is in, you know, I, I follow surfing, pro surfing, and there's a lot of Australians, and, and they have the same pushback happening, the anti-vaxxers and the vaxxers, and the, the stress levels in the house are so high that the pushback has a tendency to do with that, where people say, I can't be in the house. I can't do the mask. I don't want to. I want my life back. And it's slightly childish, but it's also a real reaction to this whole lockdown mentality. Yeah. And I think that I wish we had a better way for everyone to understand themselves and understand why they're feeling. The, you know what I mean? Like, it may not that you're be not so alone bad. in these feelings and that, right. you know, it's, it's and, the sources, this frustration or whatever. Right. And, and it's, and we don't have that and it's not something that can be easily explained worldwide for every society to sort of have a, a greater or deeper understanding of what this, why you're reacting the way you are. Right. It's tough. It's not, I've tried to say this before and I know it came off as just typical Vinny being a baby, but when we had kids, me and my wife are both business people, whether you want to see this as a business or not. We're both career people. We both put our lives into career that. Right. And we had uh, and we had a very specific idea of what having kids would look like. And the pandemic fucked all that up. Like we were planning to have kids. We but we were planning to have kids with help. Yeah. You know, and the idea that suddenly now she's at home doing her work and the kids and it just put stress in places that in our case wasn't enough to break us. But in probably a lot of families, it was. And it sounds like it was enough for this guy to he's take him it. from one person to a, another person. Right. And I feel right. bad for him, but I also feel bad like for the family. They, they shouldn't have to. Deal with um, this guy. Put up with your inability to cope. Like right. you need you. Not all of us have great coping skills. I know I'm mm -hmm. one that doesn't. But you've got to find you as the, you know, the man in the house, the husband, the the father. You have to take it into your own hands and find ways to cope. Right. I still I go back to my original advice to her. His stuff on the porch. The locks are changed. Come back when you're better. Um, let's, we only have 10 minutes left, so I want to, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, yikes. Well, we talked about, you know, Lizzo's, Lizzo's pussy getting right. eaten and stuff, so mm -mm. delicious. <laughs> Hi, my Alice friends. This is not a sexy problem. I when, am hungry. One, mm -mm. I'm starving. <laughs> you guys, As back you to, look out back to racism. Come on, let's go back to racism. Here we go. This is not a sexy problem, but one I'd love to hear your perspectives on. I know Sarah's in the same situation to an extent without the... Without perhaps the racism component. I'm the outlier in my family, my extended family, and most of my siblings and father in my political beliefs, beliefs and human values. Oh, I see. 
I have known this most of my life. I am 41 now, and I just chalked it up to religious beliefs and differences that people have. It really didn't interfere with our relationships. However, since 2016, when Trump was elected, I'm assuming here, uh, this has changed immensely. My father, whom I used to feel was my hero, went on a cross-country road trip with my family, husband and children, and I saw him in a whole new light. So she and her, her immediate family took her dad, it sounds like, on some kind of road trip. I never realized how much of a bully he is to others, as he's been loving to me all my life. But on this trip, I saw him as others might, the white male patriarchy that looks down on women and people of color. He also has an overfixation of love of guns that he never had while I was growing up. He uses Facebook to say rude things about liberals and posts all kinds of information that is incorrect. I have stopped using Facebook because these comments trigger me to become very upset, but I have friends who still tell me about the things he puts up. My brothers are extremely racist. My older brother's been outwardly racist since his teens, using the N-word -word like it's no big deal. My littlest brother hadn't been that I knew of until Trump ran for office, and he said he was voting for Trump to get rid of the Mexicans. Mind you, my husband, and therefore my children, are Mexican. Not first generation, but still. When we went to visit my brothers, who moved out of the Bay Area to live in a state that has much more white people for their comfort level, we saw that my brother has a toy Hitler doll in his kid's playroom, like it's any other toy. In mine and my husband's professions, we collaborate with colleagues to consciously act toward anti-racist policies. It is a daily, real-life part of our work. My teenage daughter has a huge Black Lives Matter poster on her bedroom wall, and we took our kids to Black Lives Matter and anti-gun protests last year. We are the liberals that my family disdains so much, yet I am, the one who has put, I am the one who has put distance between myself and them. I call my dad much less than I used to. And look, it goes, this goes on and on and on. So um, you can absolutely see the quandary that she's in. It's really difficult when the people that you love, your family have just radically different ideas and are throwing them in your face. Um, my questions are, how does one compartmentalize their personal values and beliefs uh, and not let them get in the way of family? How do I say to myself, yes, they all have these beliefs you fight against, but they are good parents and loving spouses, etc. Is this what I should be doing or should I be done with it? Tell them exactly how I feel and let the pieces fall. I'd love to set boundaries, as I can hear Vinny say, but I really don't believe they'd respect that. Thank you for your thoughts. I'm interested in how Sarah handles the political differences in her family. Uh, she doesn't want her name used here. You want to start, Vin? No, I don't. She wants to hear from you. Go. Oh, no. I just, I mean, I've, I've been pretty, I, I tell you exactly how I deal with it. I don't talk to my family about this. I can't do it. I, it's horrible to me. I'm sure what, who I am is horrible to them. They, they have no problem taking shits on California. My mom constantly sends me stuff that is just, and even just comments. I've said to her, if you don't stop this, I'm going to block you. You can text me all morning with happy wishes and the, you know, the puzzle that you did online today. It's been that pretty pictures of the family. It's great. I don't want your bullshit because that's exactly what I think it is. Sorry, mom. Uh, and I'm sure you think how I feel is bullshit. Um, Let me ask you That's this. how we come. And you know how else we don't i don't see them i see them a couple times a year i brace myself for it they've got fox news on the whole time as though i'm not there as though i would ever do that to them in my house it's rude but i love them they are my family go do you think there's a racist component to their uh to their following this sort of belief system if there is they wouldn't dare 
to say that in front of me because I'd walk out. They know how I feel about that kind of thing and about, you know, gay rights and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I just, I would not, if there were, I wouldn't put up with that. And if I saw them post that, that would, I would absolutely say something to them about it, call them on it. And like this lady, let the pieces fall where they might. I can do without that in my life. And if that means I've got to exercise people, exorcise people from my life, then I'm willing to do that. I'm not going to be a party to that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I didn't see, first of all, Trump winning happening. Uh, But I also wasn't aware of the sort of... I, the, the the best way I heard it put one time in an article was that Trump has a, a freaking dog, a racist dog whistle. Like he's doing, he's using what? language and oh, speak. That's calling these people to him. Mm. That, that calls these people to him and they all wink, wink, get what he's saying. Make America great again, apparently, is make America white again. Right. And so that is one of those things that I just didn't see coming and didn't really know or understand. I still don't really get it in the sense that I thought we were way farther past this than we are. Turns I really out, just no. did. And so I'm shocked by it all. But I do think that that racist component is much bigger than I ever understood. And and what she's finding out about her family is super unfortunate. I feel bad for her. And it's sad that that's been sitting quietly inside the people we love and is seems to be have been, you know, brought out almost in a cartoon or. Weird. I don't mean to lighten it by saying cartoon, but I mean it. There's a graphic to this. It's like being pulled out of people who had been squashing it down. Right. It's almost and, like and, he uh, he said that's okay to feel that way and be loud and proud. Right. So right. it's yeah. I find it incredibly disturbing. It's difficult to hang with people who have that radical of a difference from what you have. I to this woman, I say you're married to a Mexican dude. Your kids are Mexican. Uh, and they're these are those people. They're no longer your tribe. You have a new family, and it's important that you raise your kids in an environment where they feel just as good as anybody else. Absolutely loved that their mom doesn't put up with down talk to them. Like I, I think that at forty one is that what she, yeah forty one years old. I think it's time to. Seriously consider cutting ties with those people. I know that's incredibly difficult because they're, they are your family. You do, like she said, her dad was great growing up. She didn't realize until later in her life. But that is who he is now, and you know it. you got to set some boundaries to keep your kids sucks. safe. It totally sucks. I don't even consider myself a liberal, but as you know, we've watched lines drawn everywhere i have found myself unable to say i'm i'm you know i I like the middle it's weird because that's if you say you're conservative now you're associated with that Mm -hmm. it's really weird it's really sucks right i always say i'm I'm fiscally conservative i would love to pay less taxes but am i willing (laughs) to give up my heartfelt belief that we are all created equal and that everyone should deserve to live the life that they desire to live as long as they're not hurting anyone else. I can't give that up to save money on taxes. I'll pay the fucking taxes. All right, right Brennan, Brennan, Nikki, your thoughts. I'm getting really mad. Yeah, it's exhausting. I, uh, there's a lot of family members and I'm going to say who, 
and in-laws <laughs> that uh, <laughs> I just don't agree with and I can't. I just can't. I just don't. So I actually play dumb a lot because I have to see people, my yeah. family, and I do love them and I have to, you know, they're just, they're family. They're blood to me. And so they have their opinions on whatever and obviously they're not like racist that I know of, but <laughs> it's just, I, I, whenever it comes up, I either walk away or I change the subject. And if they, if they continue to talk about it, I just, why well, leave? I'm, I'm out. I it's play sometimes stupid. Sometimes it's your only because choice. Because I've gotten, I've gotten to a small argument before and I realized, ah, oh, this isn't getting anywhere. I'm not going to be able You're to. never going to convince gonna. someone. So it's super exhausting. So I, I, I would try to keep your family around because, you know, if you could, but yeah, leave them if you have to. Nikki, your thoughts? Yeah, how Bryn handles it is how I handle it too. Um, and so you know about some of this too. Yeah, and coming from a Mexican family, just teach your kids. Teach your kids to be prideful in their roots, and we have the best food out there, so they're going to be fine. <laughs> Just ask Nikki. She eats a fucking burrito every day. And, yeah. Burrito! And, and for the whole Facebook thing, is it's hard, and especially when I feel like in 2016, all the posts were really bad like about political stuff, and then it did team a little bit, and then when COVID happened, it just got worse. And my sisters and I had to sit down with our parents and other family members because they were fighting with each other on Facebook. And Ugh. it was make it was it's making gross. all of us like our anxiety really filled and so we had to say something and now after that it, it's fine. You can have your differences oh, within a family, but you Absolutely. have Absolutely. But if it's too much of a difference then I don't Cut know. Cut ties, leave. Yeah. You guys get out but of the I stage. Do, I handle it the same <laughs> way Brynn does, just walk yeah. out or Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, clearly, Happy I, Friday. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not riled up. You know what? <laughs> I think that the de- the demand of respect is, is not too much to ask, but you know that is these people don't even see it the way nope. that they're they they don't see it that way, and right. it's sort of like that whole no disrespect meant you know. But to here's Mexicans, something super. Disrespectful. But Mexicans should go home. Like right. what? Like right. that's totally disrespectful, and that no disrespect to you is the setup for I'm about to disrespect you. Yeah. Right. So like when, someone, when someone says no offense, right. but here's something offensive. I don't mean to be a jerk, but and but I'm going to be a jerk right <laughs> now. And when they say right. the Mexicans got to go home, like okay, no guac for you. Yeah, no yeah, guac. Right, You're sure. paying extra for guac. Yeah, that's why we pay extras for you guys. Uh, yeah. And here we are lightening it, but it's that's heavy crap. It's I hate super it. heavy. I know. Ugh. All right. Well, there's your secret. There's your Friday secret show. Hooray! Right, well, we did your work. We start with eating pussy, and we ended with fuck you and your guacamole. All right. Do it. There's no easy way out of this. Let's all have a good one. Oh, the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easy out. The end. <laughs> Thank you.